Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, I'm going to share with you the outcome of my meeting with the mayor. This was a quick trip down to Lake Charles, Louisiana for the sole purpose of having lunch with Mayor Nick Hunter and his city administrator. Three other team members came to the meeting from Dallas and Houston. We had two bankers travel several hours from Baton Rouge and New Orleans. This one-hour lunch meeting involved a lot of travel for a lot of people. We have an apartment project that's planned to start construction this year in the city. We're also in the early planning stages of an expansion of the assisted living project that we completed last year. We know the city's been badly impacted by weather events over the last couple of years, and a lot of housing has been taken off the market as a result. We know of people who work in Lake Charles and are commuting from hours away. Some are commuting from Lafayette, from Baton Rouge, from Beaumont, from Houston. A lot of people are traveling quite a distance just to go to work. This is a community that's continuing to bring jobs in the energy sector and lots of them. The mayor spoke of his goals. There's a few areas of the city near the downtown core that have been neglected and have become economically depressed. The Declaration of Economic Opportunity Zones that allow for tax-free reinvestment of capital gains was heralded as a huge incentive for economic development in depressed zones. But in reality, there's been virtually zero investment in some opportunity zones despite the incentives. The city was trapped for cash in the wake of the two hurricanes that hit in 2020 and two more localized storm events. So they went out and borrowed $20 million to address what was perceived as a drainage issue that was making much of the city more vulnerable to rain events. In that process, they found that there was so much debris from the previous storms that existing drainage systems were experiencing 80 to 90% blockage. Simply cleaning out those blockages improved the performance of the existing drainage systems and allowed them to operate as they should. Now, there's a number of financial aid programs being aimed at the city, nearly 18 months after the first of these four major weather events. And while the mayor is supportive of any development coming to the city, he's particularly supportive of development that's aimed at these economically depressed locations. Depending on the location of the proposal would determine the level of his visible support. There's one large steel and glass office tower in the downtown core. That building was badly damaged by Hurricane Laura. Many of the broken windows have been covered up by plywood, but little else has been done to repair the building. The owner's been tied up in litigation with the insurance company for the past 18 months, and meanwhile, all of the tenants have vacated the building. Even if the building were repaired tomorrow, it's not obvious how the building would become economically viable, given that so many people have been successfully working from home during the pandemic. The demand to lease 400,000 square feet of downtown office building might take a long time to materialize. The mayor indicated a strong willingness to support any proposal that would restore that site. His idea was to redevelop the site as an apartment complex. Now, we would never have had the conversation without the rapport being developed in a face-to-face meeting. It took three days to fly on six aircraft and drive five hours to another city for a one-hour lunch meeting. In the pandemic environment, people are just not doing that. They're not meeting face-to-face with the same intention that happened prior to the pandemic. And there's no way I would have had the same quality of meeting over Zoom. There's no way I could establish rapport and have the kind of candid discussion that we did without a face-to-face meeting. Much as we've been making do over the past couple of years with Zoom meetings, we also have experienced tremendous delays with city officials taking a long time to respond to simple queries. It's become clear to me that the act of jumping on an airplane to meet someone face-to-face has the human effect of elevating you in importance. When they know that you traveled for an entire day for the sole purpose of meeting with them, they will meet with you. You will become elevated in their priority. 
Turns out the mayor needed to go to the state legislature to argue for additional money for storm recovery. His trip to the legislature impacted our meeting, but because he knew we were traveling from out of town to meet with him, he rearranged his schedule and turned an afternoon meeting into a lunch meeting, and we became a priority to him. In fact, he spent a full 90 minutes with us. For those of you who know me, you know that I have a technology background. I'm an early adopter of new technologies, and I'm an advocate of technologies. I regularly spend half my day or more in Zoom meetings, and I'm here to tell you that traveling to meet people face-to-face will be the new superpower in 2022 and beyond. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.